Good morning, Book It Sports, sports bettors everywhere. Welcome back to the best show in sports betting. It's the Atia Hour. It's Friday. We made it through the week, and we have an incredible slate heading into the weekend. We have Olympics. The Olympics. We've waited an additional year for this. Five years. And we finally got the Olympics back. There is so much to gamble on. More than you even know. And the best part about this show, we're going to be tuning in live from Tokyo with a special guest for us today. So you're going to want to stick around and tune in for that one. Uh, we have so much to cover today. We've got so many locks, so many picks, so much to go over. So much to go over. But first, let's go right into the MLB slate. There's so much to talk about. If you have no idea what to bet on in MLB, you have to go download the Book It Sports app. This podcast is powered by the one and only Book It Sports app. I made that shit. We made that shit. Best app in all the sports betting. It's a social media platform for all sports bettors to interact, engage, consume various forms of content all about sports betting. Grow your following establish a presence in the industry of sports betting, grow your brand, or simply just go and consume content and start hitting all your bets. Track your plays, post content, do it all directly through the Book It Sports app, available to download free on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. If you're tuning in to Atia Hour live on Twitter and Twitch right now, welcome to the show. You can find us every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8.30 Pacific time right here on Twitter and Twitch. We're finally on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Spotify. Great job, Nick Yale, for setting all that shit up. I don't know how you do it. I can't do it. I am a boomer when it comes to setting shit up. Straight up. <laughs> I'm just the guy who gets in front of the camera and talks bullshit, drops locks, hammers some parlays, plus 1,000 or more only. You know how it is. Nick, how are we doing today? Timmy Bones, how are we doing today? Yeah, we are uh, doing pretty well. It's, uh, it's Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, so it's, here, it's always good. Rock. You got the ticker set up, though, so I will give you credit for that. Yes, yes. We You're not a get, complete dumbass. No, we got the ticker set up. Took a while. What do you guys think of this new setup? I think it's pretty sick. Nick yeah, Yale, shout out Nick uh, Yale. Uh, we got my bet slips behind me, the ticker set up, I the th- banner. I did, uh, my... My Cubs sign here. This guy hates the Cubs. So I got the, I got my setup. You got your setup. We yeah. got all of your losing bet slips. Chat, how much do you think is on that wall right there? How yeah. much money do you think is on that wall behind Trent? We might do a little prize giveaway or something. You <laughs> guess the amount. I mean, closest I, to the pin. I did kind of give it away the other day on the live stream. Uh, but closest guess, you're going to win something special. So throw Maybe your guesses in the chat. Parlay? Yeah, you'll get you'll get a little side parlay that I'll throw, and I won't tell anybody except you. You'll ride it with me. You'll ride it with me. I want to start off the show with a very important question: Could Canley Jansen make a Little League World Series roster right now in Williamsport? I seriously don't know. I don't think he could. Did you guys see what happened in the Giants Dodgers game right now or last night? I literally script. You could not have scripted a more Kenley Jansen-esque moment than last night. And you know what's crazy is that we were in this living room a year ago having the same conversation. I mean, yeah, I think we were here with Willis yeah. at, when he was here in town talking about that. How many times has Kenley Jansen blown the last leg of the parlay for you? Dude, I mean, run It's got to be like five, six times at this point. Dude, there was a time during that game where run line betters were – having the opportunity to sweat it out. They were up two in the ninth inning. There was a chance they could cover the run line. And then the run line blower, Kenley Jansen, comes in and absolutely just implodes. Walks in a run, gives up a double, two runs come in. I mean, it was just – I literally called it. I was live streaming during the game. I said, watch Kenley Jansen blow this. I could totally see it happen. And he did. He did just that. Where does Kenley Jansen rank all time on the uh... – Worst dude, like he, just def- completely fucking 
your baseball bets. Dude, he's got to be on the Mount Rushmore of losing parlays and just losing everyone fat units. I mean, you saw me on the live stream last night. The Giants were plus 1,200 when he was walking onto the field. And I said, I could totally see this happen. I didn't take it. And then I put $8 on the Dodgers. I thought maybe we'd see some fluke shit in the bottom half of the inning. No. Lost lost myself a Starbucks. Light it on fire, throw it out the window. Lost me a Starbucks coffee there. That was unfortunate. But Kenley Jansen, how many more times is he going to go out there I mean, how, how many more times does he need to blow a save for you guys to stop sending him out there? Dude, I think Kenley gets a bad rap. <laughs> guess what his save percentage is over his career? I mean, yeah, he's guess, been... Guess what it is? 85%. It's 90. What? So every once every three weeks when he blows a save, everyone freaks the fuck out. Like, oh, Kenley sucks. He blew another <laughs> save, blah, blah. 90% of the saves, though, I mean, you got to give him some credit. He is He has been in a winning organization for years now for a reason. Oh, my God. He's a stud. He just, you know... He, he fucks up. Everyone fucks up. I mean, he's he's just automatic. Automatic. He is the all-time saves leader, though. All-time saves? I mean, for the Dodgers? For Dodgers. Well, yeah. I mean, they haven't had a closer remain in that position longer than Jansen. So, I mean, I would be shocked if he wasn't. I would be shocked if he wasn't. Congrats, Kenley. I, I'm just curious to see how much longer they keep him in there. Because, I mean... I don't know how you guys can keep betting on the Dodgers. I stopped betting on the Dodgers. I predicted that the Giants would sweep the Dodgers. And if Will Smith didn't just go yard on a walk-off home run in game three, I was spot on with my prediction. Giants won three of four in that series against the Dodgers. Almost completed the four-game sweep. That was a sharp prediction. I was getting shit all over for that prediction. So the, the haters in the TikTok chat and comments – you can get the hell out of here because that was sharp. That was so sharp. So sharp. Uh, it's Friday. You know what that means? It's Big Bang Friday. It's also Flamingo Friday. And it's also Four-Teamer Friday. You know damn well I've got some locks. You know damn well I've got a four-team parlay plus a thousand odds. Or else it wouldn't be a Friday. Mikey's in the chat said, I predicted the Giants sweep the Dodgers. Continues to bet on the Dodgers. <laughs> hey, I didn't, I didn't bet on the Dodgers once that whole series. Not one time. That's progress. That's progress right there. I'm the biggest proponent of of hammering the Dodgers every single night. Oh, guess what? Chi-Chi Gonzalez against the Dodgers tonight. You did say yesterday when we were sitting here, no more units, no more units. I'm not betting any more units. Oh, The chat starts chanting one more unit on the Cubs-Cardinals nerfy. And Dylan Carlson, dude, Yabo, I had first the, bat of the game. I had the willpower. To, so don't sit here and say you had willpower. I had willpower to not take the Cardinals nerfy for about eight hours yesterday. I was thinking about it and was doing so well. You still fucking the did. live stream was like, do it. What's one more unit? What's one more unit? What's one more unit? You got bullied. You got peer pressure. In the and, I, and, I, and I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I already have 11 units pending. And then I get off the live stream. I'm sitting in my room. Games are about to start. I'm looking at the nerfy. I'm looking at the line, and I'm like, fuck it. I got to do it. I got to do it. How many days feasibly can you go without sports betting? <laughs> Dude. Not that this is the place and time to do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's happening right now. But, I I mean, I don't know. Why would I want to do that? Why would I want to do that to myself? Sports betting is just way too much fun. There's so much baseball going on right now, and it makes it way more fun to actually be engaged and have a reason to watch the Tigers versus the Royals at 7 p.m. on a Friday night. <laughs> you know? Like, that's actually happening tonight. You know damn well I'm riding the Tigers wagon. The Tigers are officially a wagon on the road in Kansas City today at even odds. They were at plus money last night. I should have took them then. I love them first five. I put them in my 14 parlay. But I'm going to take the first five as a straight bet today. Tigers, first five. That's my first lock. Second lock. Second lock of the day. I love the Nationals against, uh, totally forgot who they play. Orioles. Yeah, that's the reason why I'm taking them. George Lopez, absolute dog shit on the mound. George Lopez? George Lopez? He's pitching for the Orioles? He is. And he's two of 12. Orioles suck. The Baltimore Parlay Busters, I'm praying they don't come out to play today. 
because I got the Washington Nationals in my parlay. Patrick Corbin needs you to come hot. Or no, they're not my parlay. Straight bet, straight bet. Um, so those are my two straight bets as of right now. And then we got the matinee of the day, Diamondbacks and Cubs. I spent a lot of time pondering whether or not to take the Cubs because I wanted it to be a squad play. And then I woke up this morning and I saw the Diamondbacks as Winter Wire's free pick of the day on the Book of Sports app. And then I started seeing everyone tailing it. And I'm like, she, are we taking the D-backs today? We certainly are, fellas. Diamondbacks money line, plus 125, one unit straight bet. Book it. Nick Yale, do you hear something? That's your reasoning for uh, not yeah. taking the Cubs. You literally said all morning. I said all were, morning. You were going to be sitting on the Cubs. Dude, I said, I said it all, all last night, too. I, I posted on Book It. I said, can you please give me any valid reason not to take the Cubs? And I had like 13 comments that were all very valid reasons not to take the Cubs. The D-backs are like 5-5 five and five in their last five games. Uh, they're playing well. The Cubs are missing Chris Bryant. Uh, they're selling right now, as lost we all know. Lost three or four to the Cardinals. They just lost Should three or lost four games. Four or four yes. to the Cardinals. Yes, exactly. Um, which was a reason also why I wanted to take the Cubs because they just came off a tough series in St. Louis. They're back home for the first time since the All Star break in Chicago. It's Friday. It's a day game. You know, all of Wrigley's going to be blacked out at this game. You literally said Wrigley's going to be blacked out <laughs> and. Let's not overthink it. <laughs> let's not overthink it. He said, let's not overthink it. Dude. So when the Cubs win tonight, let's go back and say. Dude, no. I'm, I'm confident my boy winner wire. He wouldn't He wouldn't put us no, in a No, I'm confident spot. in our cappers too. I'm just saying what you said this morning. Yeah. You said, I, mean, let's I, not I wanted it. every reason to hammer the Cubs because they're the favorite. It's the easy way out. You would assume Zach Davies can get it done against the D-backs bats. But Zach Gallant, the battle of Zach's. Nikhil, do you hear something? I think that's the uh, America's Nerfy alarm. Dun, dun, uh oh! Look out! Roll the music. Roll it. Good morning, my fellow degenerate sports bettors. It's the one and only Mr. CEO here to deliver you America's Nerfy. It's been tough out there in this day and age. No sticky stuff. Pitchers selling, throwing meat right down Broadway. Taking balls to the yard with two outs to just fuck your Nerfy and fuck your day up. But I've got one for us that is going to hit. I promise you. Today's American American Nerfy. We're going straight to the matinee of the day. Take me to Wrigley. America, we're going to Chicago. The Battle of Zachs. Zach Davies and Zach Gallen. No run. First inning. Cubs, Diamondbacks, book it. Book it. Some stats behind this nerfy. Uh, Zach Davies is 8-3 and three this season with not giving up a run in the first inning. The Diamondbacks have not scored a run in the first inning in their last six games. And the Cubs have not given up a run in the first inning in the last eight games. Except... For a home run to who hit that home run in the Cardinals game yesterday? Dylan Carlson. Yes. That was very unfortunate. But I'm hammering this nerfy. It's the first game of the day. Start your day out right with a one unit winner. No run. First inning, Cubs, Diamondbacks, the Battle of Zach. Zach attack in the first inning. Six out, Zach. Six outs, other Zach. Need them from you. That is America's Nerfy for today. Book it. I need you on that one. I need you on that one. If you're riding that one with me, go on the Book It Sports app, hashtag America's Nerfy. Give me a tag. I'm going to be live streaming, sweating this one out. 
It's going to be a great day. We're going to get the day started with a win. Diamondbacks are going to win. No run in the first inning. Book it. And let's have a fucking day. Book it. What do you guys think of that nerfy? Give me some give me some feedback here. See, I actually like this nerfy, but the last time you put on that jacket and told me to take a nerfy, not only did the Nationals score in the first <laughs> inning, they put up fucking 18 runs. 18 of them. 18, 18 of those. And their pitcher hit a two-run homer. John Lester. So I'm kind of on the fence right now. It's a good nerfy, but you're rocking the I jacket. Mean, I mean, bad juju. The wind is blowing out in Wrigley, which has me a little sussed out, but we'll be fine. We'll be fine. This nerfy has lock written all over it. Book it. Book it, baby. Absolutely love it. That's America's nerfy. Let's get right into my other parlay. Four-teamer plus a thousand odds. Hashtag CEO special. Hashtag Friday four-teamer. This shit's hitting. I already saw it. I already saw it happen. Reds, money line, fading the Cardinals because the Reds have Molly on the mound. So Reds ML, Angels ML against the Twins in Minnesota. Alex Cobb, pitcher for the Angels, definitely performing the best out of any other pitcher uh, on, these, on this Angels rotation. Pitching great. He's a Friday starter. Angels ML against the Twins. Next up in the parlay, Tigers money line. Tigers money line against the Royals. Willie Peralta, I'm going to need you on your A game, handsome. I'm going to need you. Three and one on the year, 1.6 ERA. Willie Peralta, the Tigers are a wagon, and I'm hopping on board. Book the Tigers and the last leg of the lay. Johnny Cueto on a Friday night. Giants run line, it's the new wave against the Pirates. This one is definitely my most iffy in the parlay considering the Giants just came off a four-game series against the Dodgers. However, they played great. And it's the goddamn Pirates, for Christ's sake. Cover the run line, Giants. We need you. Matt, 316-18776 in the chat says, six outs from one Zach, six outs from another Zach. I didn't know there were 12 outs in the first inning. <laughs> wow, I totally botched my uh, math there. Three outs from two Zachs. Total six outs. Unless, unless you want to roll over the nerfy to the nursey and double down, no run second inning, that would be savage of you. Savage of you. Plus 1,000 odds on that CEO special. Giants run line, Tigers ML, Angels ML, and uh, Reds money line. Book it. I just put 100 bucks on it. It pays 1,000. We'll see you after we cash this quick band. Quick band. Uh, real quick, let's. I want to talk about uh, the fluke shit that happened yesterday. In addition to Kenley Jansen's uh, implosion in the ninth inning, which has become a regular thing at this point. Shout out to the Tampa Bay Rays. Not only did they just secure the nuke drop and panty drop in Nelson Cruz, who doesn't love Nelson Cruz? But they came through for the boys yesterday. Holy shit. The Rays were down 4-2 to two against the Indians for what felt like the entire game. The Rays were like minus 140. I was tweeting saying how much I fucking hate the Rays, how much they just dick me every time I bet on them, I swear. And all of a sudden, Yandy Diaz, gagger in the ninth inning. I'm like, holy shit, do you believe? Do you believe? No outs, nobody on. We start manufacturing some base runners. And holy shit, the boys came through. Went to extras. Indians couldn't score. Rays got one in. Rays win. How much better are the Rays now with Nelson Cruz? Well, they did uh, move up a little bit. Plus 1,600 odds now to win the they, World Series. Yeah, they were at plus 2,000 before so that plus trade. Plus 2,000, plus 1,600. I'm like, Nelson Cruz is still in the league? <laughs> Dude, I mean, he's dropping bombs. He hit a now in what, his career with with Minnesota. He hit three oh four. I mean, he's still he's still dropping nukes. I remember favorite moment of Nelson Cruz, 2011 World Series with the Rangers. Oh took yeah, a step in yep. because he was ready yep. for the celebration. Oh, you love Nelson Cruz. You love David Freeze <laughs> yeah. over the head off the wall. Ties That's tough. It up. That's no, tough. he is raking though. 
Um, raking, though. Dude, I think a solid bet might be to take Cruz bomb today in a Rays uniform. Did that- you know that if Nelson Cruz and Wander Franco are batting back-to-back in the lineup, this would be the second time in MLB history that a player is twice the other player's age. So literally, Nelson Cruz is twice as old as Wander Franco. That's insane. Nelson is like, how old is Nelson? I actually don't even know. 41. So that means Wander Franco. 20. Yeah, that's insane. And the last time that happened was Ozzy Albies and R.A. Dickey in 2017. Ah, yes, the knuckleballer. Yes. Yeah, Nelson's hitting 19 bombs this year. 19 50 bombs. 50 RBIs. 50 RBIs. Put that in perspective. At 41 Shohei, years old. Shohei has... 34 home runs and 74 RBIs. Insane. Insane. Uh, the Rays today are minus 125 uh, against the Indians. Speaking of the Indians, the Backyardigans is their new name, I heard. Right? The Guardians. <laughs> Into the thick The of Guardians. It. <laughs> How do you feel about the Guardians? The Guardians of the Galaxy. The Galaxy. The Guardians of I mean, the guard like what's the what's the reasoning behind the Guardians? Like apparently it's because there's like some bridge there in Cleveland. Jason, please drop in the chat if you know uh that has some guardian statues or something. The that was that that's a loose, a very loose interpretation of what I watched from the video. Did you watch the video of Tom Hanks yeah, this morning? Yeah, no, that was a good video. Kind of hyped me up. I just don't know how I feel about this. It didn't really provide much context as to why they changed it to the backyardigans, but I don't know how I feel about. This. I don't know either. I would I would have liked the spiders, dude. Hammer the spiders. I mean, Guardians ML. We don't have it up here on the screen, but the logo. It's got this like the wings on it. Got the there's like it looks like a red it looks like the Red Bull. Logo. It looks like a Triple A's team. Triple yes, A team yes, logo. It does. It, it looks does. like MLB the Show, like the Fight and Fills or. You know, like just random shit like that. It does like, not look like a real Major League Baseball team. No. But I mean, shit. Logo, Guardians I mean, of the Galaxy, baby. Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's go. Guardians of the Galaxy. Welcome to Cleveland. I wonder how the players feel about that. And so that takes into effect starting next season, correct? Yep, next year. Got it. Got it. Well, that's it for baseball. There's so much to talk about in baseball. Uh, if you need some more locks, more picks, Go to the Book It Sports app, the best place to go for everything you need to make an informed and educated betting decision. Winter wires dropping picks. Sharp Dimes got a lock today, a $2 lock. Uh, you know Midwest Mike's going to be hammering fat units. Best Bets Daily uh, actually just dropped a nerfy, which he never does, on the Padres game. So if you need some more baseball picks, go download the Book It Sports app. Um in other news, what the hell's going on with this SEC Texas Oklahoma bullshit? What the hell's happening here? I do have hot takes about this. Yeah, I know you do. Let's hear them. As a Missouri Tigers alum, and we got Big Dave on with us talking. We have one and only former TCU offensive lineman, Huncho. Oh, and you know, Huncho's got a thing or two to say about this. He can speak from the Big 12 perspective from the SEC. So nine years ago, Missouri. AM leave the Big 12 for the SEC because Texas wanted to start their own Longhorn network, take all the money from the Big 12, and here they come crawling back. Texas and Oklahoma, horns fucking down. I loved it because Eli Drinkwitz said yesterday at SEC Media Days, ask Greg Stinky, SEC commissioner, if horns down was going to cause a 15 yard penalty like it is in the Oh. bullshit pussy ass big 12 <laughs> <laughs> and he said no comment but the fact that texas and oklahoma want to come play in the sec i mean i get it it the sec wants this certainly money texas and oklahoma want it more money for the tv deal yeah. obviously and it's probably better for competition it's all overall money. like having the two powerhouses from the big 12 come to the sec i don't know what it'll do for like the odds like i think alabama is obviously still gonna be the favorite but as a missouri tiger fan I have to hate it selfishly because we left the Big 12 and it probably makes it harder for Missouri 
with Oklahoma and Texas. So if you have to play Oklahoma and Texas, I mean, yeah, you because like what does Vanderbilt leave? Are anybody leaving? Are we just making this a super conference now? I don't know. You're definitely dropping those games as a Mizzou Tiger. That's a fact. Fade the Tigers against OU in Texas. Lock. Big Dave, what do you have to say? Easy. Uh, I want to start by saying fuck Texas. <laughs> yeah. That's my opener. Yeah. Uh, but I want to start with this stat, right? So since 2012, here are the SEC football champions. Bama, Auburn. Bama, 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 Auburn. Bama, LSU, Bama. <laughs> there's no competition in the SEC. Just care about Bama. We've seen it. We've seen it for the past fucking eight years. Like, there's no fucking competition. Does OU deserve to be in the SEC? Absolutely. I think they proved themselves. Um, the only reason that Mizzou or AM won't want OU to come to the SEC, I think it's a classic case of a Wyoming seven. You know, she grows up her entire life. You know, she's not a nine, but she's not a four. You know, <laughs> Wyoming seven. She doesn't seven. get hit on by Michael B. Jordan, but you know, Trent doesn't have a chance with her in Wyoming, but she has hopes and aspirations and she moves to LA. And she quickly realized that when she goes to LA, she's now an LA four. Now the only thing she can bag are Trent. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Really? It's clear. That's the only reason why Mizzou and AM don't want OU in the SEC. Now, as far as Texas, I don't think Texas deserves nor can compete in the SEC. I mean, they can barely compete in the Big 12. Personally, I'm 4 and 1 against Texas. So, I mean, I, I know a thing or two about that. Yeah, just drop that in the chat. Never forget when Blaine Gabbert took down number one Oklahoma. Blaine Gabbert. We're going to talk about the fact that Trevor Knight. Tampa Bay Trump's back Tre Trevor Knight and the OU Sooners beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Let's, let's, let's remember that. Beat the fuck out of Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Trevor Knight. That's the name for you guys. And that's my hot take. I mean – no shit, Nick Yale's frightened for this move. Oh, you would destroy Mizzou. Um, the Mizzou's oh, already God. getting clapped in their conference. No, now they're. I would say that. I would say though. Uh, off last season, Mizzou show hope. You know, they oh. got a quarterback that can kind of sort. You know, like you can. Believe. The like, smallest think sliver. This, now think about this. Think about this. Think about this. You know, like you're a Mizzou fan, right? Like you're born in Missouri, like Nick is. You know, you go to Mizzou. I mean, look look at his jacket. Yeah, he's go Tigers. Tigers go Tigers. Exactly. So you want hope. There's no hope. And you get hope. There's no hope. But yeah. You, you don't get to compete. Oh, you would put like 70 on Mizzou and then, you know, call it. Speaking of no hope, what does this mean for the boys in purple? What are the, what are your dogs saying? Oh, like, I think this, this is great for TC. What? If fucking OU leaves. How is this great? How is because this? he actually makes – I mean, let's be honest. Let me come put on this with you right now. So OU runs the Big 12. The past five Big 12 championships have gone to OU. I've lost to OU in the Big 12 championship. Again, I know a thing or two. Like, this is not me talking out of my ass. This is personal. I don't know. I'm 0-4, 0-5, actually, because we lost it against the in the Big 12 championship against OU. 4-1 against Texas, though. I mean, you know, horns down. Dude, I mean, I mean, what if we went to the Pac-12? Oh, we fucking run the Pac-12. Dude, the Pac-12 is fucking irrelevant. I think we fucking we, – we, we'll run the Pac-12. We beat the fuck out of everybody, except if we competitive against Clemson, even though we've done it before, you know, shout out to Tank Carter and that team. They absolutely destroyed the fucking uh, Clemson Tigers at their house while they were wearing fucking orange. So I don't know exactly what this does. I mean, obviously the odds haven't changed or anything yet because this is weeks away from happening or going through. Well, yeah, I mean, it'll be – there's a report this morning came out that it is a couple weeks away from happening, although it wouldn't happen until 2025 when the TV deal with the big 12 is up. So this isn't going to happen for a very, very long time. It's not, we're not looking at affecting odds for this season or next season, couple seasons away, but it does affect recruiting. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it has a yeah. huge advantage, especially with NLI. Now it's, it's going to be a big change for college football. And I mean, again, SEC, of course, wants it helps them big time. So but they still need three-fourths of the schools to vote. And so you're getting no's from Missouri and A&M, more than likely. So you need three-fourths of the SEC schools to say, yes, we want to allow Oklahoma and Texas to come in. So we'll see. Yeah, and I just want to add one last thing. I think, I mean, when the realignment is going to happen, it's going to be like the biggest situation, right? So I think because of, you know, the NLI coming through and obviously conference realignment, we're going to get to a stage 
where there might be a chance that there's a super conference in college football. It just makes the most sense from a money perspective, right? So, I mean, who wouldn't want to watch a conference in which you have Bama, you have LSU, you have OU, you have Clemson? Who else, who else will fit in into that? Like, I mean, the juggernaut's like a top seven, and then, you know, you let the other, you know, scraps play for themselves. But yeah. It makes the most sense. NIL, not NLI, my bad. Yeah. I mean, regardless – we're still going to have backdoor covers. We're still going to have all the fluke shit of gambling that college football has to offer. Fade Mizzou at all costs, regardless if these teams come or not. Um, yeah, no. I, I really hope they don't make this move. I really want the Big 12 to stay the way it is because TCU would just get absolutely fucked. They would. You can't deny that. You can't deny that. Don't lie to yourself. I'm not going to confirm. Go Frogs for life. Uh, I died for a all right, well, Huncho, real quick, before we get into our special guest, for uh, current Olympic athlete live from Tokyo joins the show. Uh, Huncho's got a quick recap going into his top 50 before we get into the NFL season. Uh, Huncho, let's hear your next five. Exactly. So today we're going to go from 45 to 41, uh, opening up a number of the best, 45th best player uh, on my list. I have Marshawn Lattimore. Uh Defensive back of the New Orleans Saints. I mean, last year he finished with two interceptions, 52 solo tackles, two tackles for loss. I mean, sol solid cat, you know, like very athletic. Obviously, the lockdown corner that they have there with the New Orleans Saints. He sits at plus 5,000 for defensive player of the year. Mm. I would touch that shit, stay away from it. He's mm. not going to win that. Impossible. Mm. However, the Saints are plus 1,800 to win the NFC. I think that might be cheeky again, you know. Like, mm. they're solid defense. Everybody's coming back on defense. You're talking about Michael Thomas coming back, even though he might he might, he might sit out the first a couple, the first two or three weeks because he's getting ankle surgery. But the Saints are a solid team, Hall of Fame uh, coach. And we're going to see what James does from a quarterback position. Mm. 44, Nick Chubb mm. uh, finished the season with career high in rushing yards per attempt, 5.6, and career high in touchdown with 12. He's plus 50. Plus 1,600 for Austin Player of the Year. He's not going to get that shit. Stay away from it. However, plus 650 for most rushing yards in the league. I think that deserves a light sprinkle. Again, we mm. know Derrick Henry's out there. He's probably going to have the most rushing yards. But it's the NFL. Anything can happen. 43 on the list, I have Xavier Howard. Absolute goon. Toxic is going to get traded. Obviously, mm. right now, he's with the Dolphins. And... Uh, from what I've seen, the Cardinals are interested. The Seagulls are interested. Finished the season with 10 interceptions. Absolute ball hawk. Plus 2,000 for defensive player of the year. Mm. Bring him home, Seattle. To the comeback kid. I mean, I love this man's story. Darren Waller. I mean, we know he had substance abuse issues. But the man came back like a beast last year. Finished the season with career high in targets, 145. Career high in reception, 107. Career high in yards, 1,196 from a fucking tight end. It's fucking ridiculous. Mm. And nine touchdowns. Darren Roller is an absolute goon. Oh. Um, but he plays for a horrible team. I don't think the Las Vegas Raiders are worth a damn. Oh, they come suck. on. Suck. Lost. Which is why their total sits at seven. Over, under? Over. Over. Fantasy lock, Darren Waller. Fuck no. Under seven, dude. The Raiders suck. Darren Waller's a lock. I don't, I don't even care about the Raiders' total or wins or over-under or what. Darren Waller, great pick in fantasy. He is a great pick. Great fantasy. pick. Yeah, I think he's definitely top three tight ends. He's one of the most athletic tight ends in the NFL. Um, and 41, to close it out, I mean, this is this is a dog. He's been a dog since he came out of OU. Um, Trent Williams. Hmm. How did the buckle with the Redskins? Obviously, left our organization. Signed a one-year contract with the 49ers. Absolutely locked down as a left tackle. Only allowed three sacks last season, mm. which is why he secured the bag. He signed a six-year contract worth $138 million last year. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Bag secured. Bag secured. Secured the bag alert. Bag and alert. Here, here's what I like about this. Obviously, he's a lineman, so like you know, there's no fucking odds about futures on linemen. But here's what it is: the 49ers' win total are ten is ten and a half. You smash the over or the under. I smash the over. I think the 49ers are one of the best rosters in the I NFL. Like that. Their defense is coming back. Everybody's back healthy. 
Um, I do think that Garoppolo comes out starting, but I think by week five or six, Trey Lance comes in and takes over the reins. I mean, you don't draft a quarterback that high for him to sit on the bench. No, like Facts. he's going to come in and play. And then he has a dog like Trent Williams locking down the blind side for him. Mm. It's a fucking – it's a done deal. Uh, so that's that's it for, for my list for today. Love it. I want to live with this. Um, Jerry Jones had a tweet yesterday. Oh. He said – What did he say? And I quote, I would do anything known to man to win a Super Bowl. Anything? So here's my question for you, Trent. Um, if you were in his shoes, uh, what would you do? <laughs> I mean, to win a Super Bowl. I mean, he's right. I'm sure he would do anything. I mean, he, he hasn't done shit in how long? How long? That's what. Like, I don't even know, dude. I wasn't. I wasn't even born yet. Uh, but he's probably gonna have to do everything. Anything? Sus, Jerry. That's sus. That's, that's a positive. Well, Huncho, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's always a pleasure to hear your takes about college and professional football. Uh, guys, we have a very, very uh, awesome guest joining us today. Do we have her in the waiting room? We have current Olympic athlete of the United States uh, rhythmic gymnastics team, Izzy Connor. Izzy, how are we doing? Hi, I'm doing really well. I'm also in Israel. I'm not in Tokyo just yet. But... Oh yes, you're still in you're still in Tel Aviv. Yes, How's that going? It's awesome here. It's hard as hell, but it's amazing here. I mean, so we have a training camp here for. We've been here for almost two weeks now. We had a Grand Prix here, our last competition before the games, and then um, we're just training here before we go. We leave to Tokyo on the 29th. Love so, that. Love that. Well, well, you just turned 21 yesterday, if I stand corrected, I right? did. Happy yes, birthday. I did. Thank you. That's an, What an awesome birthday. You get to spend it going to the yeah. Olympics in Tel Aviv. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you could tell us a little bit about rhythmic gymnastics. I know there's a lot of different categories for gymnastics, and a lot of my viewers probably have no idea which part you fall into uh, you know, Simone Biles obviously is a pretty known name in the gymnastics yeah. for United States. Uh, but where do you fall into the categories of gymnastics and where, how can we watch you? What will you be doing? Yeah. So rhythmic gymnastics is a totally separate category from artistic gymnastics, which is like Simone Biles, bars, beam, all of that. Rhythmic gymnastics also has two categories. It has individual and group. So I'm in group. So I'm on the carpet with four other girls and, um, we have two individuals going to the Olympics as well. So we have the largest de delegation that the US has ever had at the Olympics for um, gymnastics. Um, and so essentially we are, it's kind of like synchronized swimming, but gymnastics is usually how I describe it. Um, yeah. You know, we have, so we have four apparatus. We have rope, ball, well, rope we don't really use anymore, but so we have ball, hoop, clubs, and ribbon. and this year we use, um, we have two routines and we use uh, five balls and then the two two pairs of clubs and three hoops. So the whole routine is two minutes and 30 seconds and it consists of us like throwing things, catching it, all different parts of our body. Um, you know, a lot of like synchronized moments. It's like, it's huge on uh, synchronization with your teammates and teamwork and stuff like that and coordination, flexibility and music, obviously. So um, we compete on the seventh and hopefully the eighth that's finals. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Thank you. I'm super pumped to watch and tune in. I'm definitely going to be tuning in. Uh, how has COVID, I mean, we had to wait an additional year. You had to wait an additional year to participate in these games. How is that year affected how you trained and prepared for these for these games yeah so it had a huge effect on us um pretty big also in comparison to other countries around the world because most um european countries so eastern european countries are at like the very top of the sport most european countries and actually a lot of um, south american countries didn't have a whole lot of a quarantine period where they weren't allowed to train they maybe like two weeks or something so we were unable to train for about four months and we were like, we all went home and we were training over Zoom for most of that. And then we ended up having, we had to have like a two week break cause everyone was just like, we called it Zoom burnout. Like <laughs> it was 
it was really, it was really, really, really hard. Um, our team changed a lot over quarantine. Like we lost a few team members. Um, and it was just, it was really hard with the uncertainty of not knowing whether or not the Olympics were going to happen because most of us had plans to go to college right after the games. And we also, at this point, were not officially qualified to the game. So it was like we could continue to go another year of this and then not qualify. And, you know, that would have been really hard. But luckily yeah. we did that. So, um, yeah, it's been it was really, really hard. But looking back on it, like we improved on so many like things that I think we wouldn't have had the time to improve on if we had gone to the games a year ago. And also we, we just all like matured and got so much closer as a team and we gained two new team members, which adds so much short group. So, awesome. yeah. Well, that's great that yeah. you're able to turn into a positive, make the most of yes. it for sure. <laughs> yes. uh, so you're, who are some of the, your biggest opponents that you guys are going to be up, going up against and who's someone that you've been just eager to go up against and beat? Uh, before you get <laughs> I mean, I'd say that our biggest, like, our biggest rival within like the Pan American is Brazil. Probably that's the only other country from the Pan American countries. Um, and other than that, I wouldn't say that we have like a singular other rival. Honestly, we very much so just focus on ourselves and doing our best. Like that's how I think that's how our team is very successful. And I'd say everyone aside from like the very top three is pretty like anything can literally anything could happen um, on the carpet. So it's just kind of like, as long as we do our best, we, with, uh, there's a lot, there's been a lot of rule changes this year with scoring. So like, we're not totally sure where we're going to end up, but you know, hoping to bring the USA as high as possible. Absolutely. Correct me if I'm wrong, Yeah. but this is the first time the United States has qualified for this event. Am I wrong about that? Um, so it's last, the last Olympics was the first time that a group qualified, but, um, this is the definitely this is the first time that the u.s has a full rhythmic delegation like we wow. have two individuals and a group um and then we are the most successful group that the u.s has ever had like we are top 10 in the world which is wow. um much higher than the past group was able to get wow that's awesome big Thank deal <laughs> that's a huge deal yes. making <laughs> making history for our country absolutely yeah. gotta love it gotta love it uh, yes. while you're in tokyo Mm -hmm. Are there any other events or games that you are excited or anticipated to go watch and enjoy? I don't even know if we're allowed to go watch other um, sports. I'm not totally sure. Like, honestly, the, the information on that has been very, like, all over the place. We literally are learning. I mean, we're learning new things about what's allowed, what's not allowed, like, what we what paperwork we have to show we're new, we're learning new things every single day like we have to be so flexible and just go with whatever they're telling us that things literally change on like an hourly basis so i mean i would love to watch like man i'd love to watch diving but i don't i don't even know what other events are going on at the same time as us so obviously i wish we could have watched artistic in person and then like oh what else yeah, I, I'd love to watch diving and swimming as well. Like, I love watching, honestly, any Olympic sports where the U.S. is dominating is just yeah. so fun to watch. Yeah, going on top of that, uh, here mm -hmm. at Book It Sports, we've kind of set a, a benchmark goal for the United States gold medals. And the number is uh -huh. 40, 45. Last Olympics in Reno, or Reno, Rio, yeah. <laughs> uh, in 2016, we had 46 gold medals. Do you think we can top that? I think we can. I think the U.S. is so strong this year. Like, our team is so strong this year. And in general, I totally think that we can top that as a country. Beautiful. 100%. You guys hear that? You guys hear that? <laughs> From an Olympic athlete yourself, we're getting 46-plus medals. Yes. Need those. Need those. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm sure – I don't know what you've heard about uh, the bed situation in Tokyo. <laughs> uh, but what's going on? And uh, is this is this real or is this cap about like basically the cardboard beds? They are cardboard, but the popular myth that's been going around is definitely cap. <laughs> but um, <laughs> they are made of cardboard. Um, they're I don't know how comfortable they are, but I mean, they're I think they're like disassembled easily able to disassemble but they're relatively sturdy i don't know i've seen some other athletes jumping up and down on them and they've been totally fine 
So (laughs) I think they're good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope uh, that does not have any negative impact. I'm sure it will not. I'm sure they wouldn't do that to their (laughs) athletes. I'm sure you'll be all right. Uh, I got to ask you, I don't know how much you know about the uh, artistic individuals performing in your event, Mm -hmm. uh, but Ling Ling Lu is currently the favorite to win. Uh, Is she the real deal? (laughs) <laughs> is she not from i is she from a different country she is from china i believe okay i figured um <laughs> do you know I anything mean, about ling ling i don't know anything about ling ling but i know a lot about simone biles and the u.s gymnastics team has been dominating <laughs> for the past like very long time so I don't what think. about what about in the uh male the males division uh dong dong <laughs> Definitely don't know anything about about him. I don't know much about the men's division. I know a good amount about women's, but with men's, I'm I'm not sure who's who's at the top there. I really hope that <laughs> the U.S. can get some medals in there. But yeah, definitely for women, the U.S. is going to dominate. Like besides besides your event, mm-hmm. what would you say? What would you say the United States is most likely to win a gold medal in? Ooh. I, I would think like swimming. Swimming, Ledecky, sure. Katie Ledecky. Yeah, swimming. Absolutely. Um, I just, I, we're good at like pretty much every like major sport. I would think track as well, but there's definitely some good people from like Jamaica and whatnot, but definitely there will be a lot of U.S. gold medalists in track. Um, basketball, <laughs> 100%. Yeah, hopefully they baseball, do not. Hopefully baseball. Yeah, yeah, baseball also. Baseball is back for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, volleyball. Um, well, so you're you're going to Tokyo. When are you flying? When are you leaving? We're flying the 29th, and we get in on the 30th, and we have like just this crazy travel day, and like processing can take anywhere from two to 12 hours. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well. We wish you all the best. We are absolutely going to be rooting for you, cheering, cheering you on. Uh, how Thank or you. when do you perform? <laughs> when does your uh, event take place so we know when to tune in? So on August seventh is our day one. Um, Ten forty-five a.m. I'm not sure which time zone. Ten forty-five a.m. and twelve fifteen p.m. are our two routines because we compete two routines, and then the eighth is finals and the timing. I'm not sure of. Love it. Love it. Well, uh, the team here at Book It Sports, as well as the entire community on the app, is absolutely going to be cheering you on. I really appreciate you you making the time to to meet with us today and share some inside info going into the games. And we wish you all the best of luck. No problem. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Of course. Have a great rest of your day and good luck. Thank you. You too. Uh, That was really cool. Thank you uh, to Izzy Connor. That was Izzy Connor. She's the uh, rhythmic on the rhythmic gymnastics team for the United States. Say rhythmic three times. Rhythmic ri- rhythmic gymnastics. Rhythmic gymnastics. Rhythmic gymnastics. Nice. That was solid. There you that go. That was solid. Yeah, Olympics starting tonight. Pretty stoked. Yeah, the ceremony is going on right now. Smashing the over on the gold medal. Oh yeah, you heard it here first from the Olympian herself. She says we are topping last year's record of gold medals in the Olympics for the United States, which was forty six. She says we're beating it. She yeah. says we're beating it. So we're hammering that over. Let's go. It's going to be a summer-long sweat. We're going to need those golds. We're going to need those golds. Uh, that was awesome, though. Loved hearing from a current Olympic athlete live from Tel Aviv. Yeah, that not everyone could be at the opening ceremony uh, due to COVID. So she's in, still in Tel Aviv right now. Um, yeah, there were no no – people at the opening ceremonies which happened this morning i think they'll replay it in prime time tonight for us but yeah well i'm excited it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a hell of a time hell of a time speaking of throwing units the 3m open my guy matt wolf not coming in clutch not coming in clutch i was sold i got sold by People on the Book of Sports app, people in my live stream. This was a great pick. Matt Wolf, he knows this course. He won it before. He's from this town. He's got family in town. Someone literally said, as a reason to take Matthew Wolf, because his family's in town. 
dead ass. I said, you think if I walked into Big Dave's room and said, I'm going to take this pick because his family's in town, that he would look me dead in the eye and say, I'm, I'm taking that? No, he would slap me across the face. I hate when people give me bullshit reasons to take picks. Meanwhile, I'm dishing out bullshit reasons to take picks. <laughs> you got it at plus 3,300. If you still want the value, it's still there today because he's not doing very well. That's not great, and I'm so pissed because I, I liked Ricky Fowler, and the chat was like, Ricky never closes. He's never won anything, and I'm like, you're right. You're right. Don't take Ricky. Ricky sits currently in first place. Bullshit. Thanks, squad. Missed out on an opportunity to hit like 7K on a one-unit bet. Thanks. Appreciate it, dicks. I had that shit locked and loaded, and then you were like, no, ride the wolf pack. Ride the wolf pack. I promise he's going to win. Yeah, I said that before the show the other day. I said how much I loved Big Dick Rick, Ricky Fowler. Yeah. He hasn't won shit, but I did the dog. No, he's and he's always repping the orange. I mean, he went to Oklahoma State, but future sponsorship, Ricky Fowler and his orange neon Ricky always collapses on Sunday, though. Yeah. That's his biggest, biggest. You know, flaw is he starts out very hot and then just collapses on Sunday. So probably look at some of those live odds after the cut. Don't bet anything today. If you haven't bet yet for Friday, definitely don't bet anything on Friday. Yeah. Wait till the cut. And then on Saturday, you know, pick some of those guys, maybe third, fourth, fifth on the line, depending on where they're at on the leaderboard and bet that if Ricky's if Ricky's still ahead. Because he usually claps on the weekend. Yeah, well, we got a couple more days of the three open, three M open. Uh, so I'm probably going to lock in some action. Louis locks sitting at plus sixteen hundred right now. Could be, could be some value. Louis's got to win something at some point, right? He's got to win something. The dude plays out of his mind for three, three and a half days, and then come the fourth, it's like, she, who wants to win? Anyone? Anyone? Louis just hands it to him. He's got to close at some point. He has to. He has to. Uh, let's go into the headlines around the world of sports and sports betting. Nick Yale, what the hell is going on? Talk to me. Well, a couple things going on today. Uh, first one, this one happened uh, a couple days ago. You remember Mercedes? He quit baseball. He said, I'm done. He's down in AAA. He got sent down after. If you didn't know earlier this season, he was really hot. Hit a gagger on a 3-0 pitch. Tony LaRusso ripped him a new one. Oh, and yeah. he's been shit ever since. <laughs> yeah. And so he got sent down to the minors and then just up and quits baseball. And then the next day, yesterday, it's like, no, actually, I'm back. He pulled his skirt, he said, said, nope. Whoop. Nope. I, uh, I take that back, actually. I want to keep playing ball. I'm back. And then uh, Mikey Williams, high school basketball star, inks an NIL deal with Excel, number seven prospect in the class of 2023. This guy's already set up to make millions. Yeah, dude. And he's like a sophomore in high school. That's insane. That's I think insane. Seth would make him a sophomore. I mean, he's got the look of a, a guy you do not want to go up against on the court. Like, he's got that that deep, he's got that Mamba mentality in his eye. That kid's going to be something special, and he's already making bags. He's already securing bags. In high school. In high school. Sophomore. Securing the bag, and he's still sitting in chem class. Like, He's, he's making more than his teachers, dude. How can bounces? you be? How yeah, can you like, be a teacher of a high school student? And that kid's making twice, no, ten times your salary. That's insane. That's I would, wild. I would hate to be that teacher, honestly. COVID cases rising in Tokyo ahead of the Olympics. Three thousand cases per day. Seventy-one linked to the Olympics. Great. That's, that's so. Hopefully, we don't have any. Uh, we don't need that. We don't need anything that get canceled. Obviously, causing waves in the NFL currently as well. We don't need that with the NFL memo that they just sent out, and then the Kraken odds. You're cracking. Oh yes, forty-two hundred. Mine's already moving, guys. Forty-two hundred. I got this line on William Hill at plus ten thousand odds. The live odds now after the expansion draft are currently plus forty-two hundred. Hashtag value. That's value. And then the crack. If I couldn't be more conflicted on a game, <laughs> the opening night. Kraken versus the Golden Knights. Who the hell am I supposed to take? You know I love my VGK. You know I love my VGK. And you know VGK is going to find a way to sell the goddamn Kraken. I think you got to ride the Kraken. I have to. You plus already money. have your futures bet there. Plus money. Down. You know the Kraken are going to be plus. What do you think they'll be? In that game? Yeah. Well, is it in Vegas or is it in Seattle? Uh, no, it's in, Ve it's in Vegas. So they'll be a underdog. Yeah. Eh, maybe plus 200. Yeah. 
great value. Yeah, it's probably it's probably too high. Probably more like no. I bet you they give him. I get. I bet I think, you they give him some love. I bet you there's some crazy odds. I mean, by the books too. There's some surprises in the expansion draft on guys that they did not take, but they still got a good squad. So I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, the Knights were installed. Installed. Who used that word? Installed. Las Vegas, Las Vegas Review Journal. <laughs> they were installed as a, as minus two eighty favorites. Installed. The Kraken are plus two forty five for the inaugural game. Plus 285? 245. <laughs> 245. That's going to drop because people are going to hammer the Kraken. Oh, absolutely. I might go to the books right after this. Hammer the Kraken. I'm a crackhead officially. Hammer the Kraken. Hammer the Kraken. Hammer the Kraken. Well, before we wrap up the show, let's take some comments from the chat. All right. We will... Uh, I see pro gambling action is on my TikTok stream here. He said, love the shirt. Pro gambling action. I'm going to give you a shout out, brother, because he's been hitting. He's been hitting for me. I've been tailing him. He's tail. Or I've, he's hit the last three plays I've tailed. He's hot. And you know what he likes today? The Angels run line plus money. Sounds sketch. I asked him why. He goes, it's Alex Cobb. I agree. Alex Cobb, great pitcher for the Angels. Friday starter. I absolutely love it. Shout out Pro Gambling Action. Over on Twitch, card wise. Card wise. On the Olympics, says over 45 golds is a square bet, but I'm also not a communist. <laughs> You're going to look me dead in the eye and tell me that's a square bet? Come on now. That sounds like a communist comment already. And then proceeds to say he's not one. Cap. Cap. We're hammering the, the uh, D backs in this first game. The chat's asking, D-backs, Cubs, any locks? We're going to Arizona. We're going to Wrigley. We're hammering Arizona. I'm a little sussed out by it, but I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable knowing that some of our cappers are on it. We're hammering the Arizona Diamondbacks on the money line at plus 125. Zach Gallen versus Zach Davies. It's the Zach attack. It's the Zach attack, baby. It's the Zach attack. What else? Any other chats coming in? Th- any other chats coming through? Uh, the Cleveland Backyardigans. Yep, you know it. Recapping my uh, plays for the day. There was a girl in my live stream. Uh, Casey Casey Mize plays softball for uh, the Cajuns. The Raisian Cajuns. And she said today that the Astros are winning by two. So shout out Casey for joining the live stream. Astros are winning by two. You heard it here first from the Raging Cajun herself. Shout out Casey. You got any uh, big bets in UFC this weekend? UFC. You know I'm going to be laying some juice. You know I'm going to be fight night. Her name's not actually Casey Mize. That was a joke. Uh, but her name's Casey, and we were just saying Casey Mize. You know I'm going to be laying juice. You know I'm going to go live, and I'm going to hammer something that's an automatic lock because I love free Dillashaw. units. Dillashaw coming off two-year suspension for PEDs. Yeah, Dillashaw versus Sandhagen. I'm looking at the lines right now on Odd Shark, and uh, Dillashaw is actually plus money. Could be value. Could be value. You're going to lay that uh, minus 850. That's what I'm looking for right now is a little eight, minus 850 juice squeeze. A little minus 850 juice squeeze. Do not doubt me. Do not doubt me. You don't think I'll lay the juice? You don't think I'll actually lay the juice? Minus 850, I ain't scared of that. Shit, I almost took the Dodgers minus 2,500 last night. I saw the line. Could you imagine? Holy shit. I would have broken everything in the vicinity of this studio if I had the Dodgers minus 2,500. And I'd be lying if I said I have never done that before because I have. I put $2,000 to win 200 on the Dodgers one time, and they almost blew it. They almost actually fucking blew it. Insane. Why are you whispering? <laughs> because it's embarrassing that I actually did that, but it actually happened. Recapping my plays, Nationals money line against the Orioles. Tigers first five money line, book it. The Nerfy in the Cubs-D-backs game, book it. The D-backs on the money line. Book that. The CEO special parlay at plus 1,000 odds. Reds, Angels, 
Tigers on the money line and the dot or nope Giants run line Johnny Cueto on a Friday book it book it I'm gonna need some help from the squad on what to take in UFC and we'll be talking about that on the book of sports app as always the book at sports app is the best social media platform dedicated to specifically to sports betting track your plays buy picks from verified and accredited experts directly through the mobile app tired of losing your bets well guess what don't do it alone anymore do it on the book of sports app everyone's sweating out plays everyone's doing it together so just book it download it now available on the google app store nope google play store apple app store i do that every episode every single episode i always botch that uh grow your following build an account start posting and consuming content track your plays and start being a more well-rounded and educated sports better and get on the book of sports app. As always, this is Trent Atia coming at you live from Reno, Nevada, the biggest little city in the world. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking in on us. Uh, we had a lot of fun today. Hammer that over in Olympic gold medals for the United States. Or in, And if you don't, then you're just a communist. Because that would be you can you're gonna take that under you're gonna walk around and tell people oh I took the under on gold medals yeah imagine doing that uh, great show today thank you guys for tuning in sticking around uh, and find us back here on Monday 8:30 a.m. Pacific time 11:30 Eastern right here on Twitter and Twitch go download the Book of Sports app free on Google Play Store Apple App Store and always remember just book it. Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen. Peace.